0: And Quiet, I'm, scouts, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. He's made us evolve into being dumber people. Or the like evolution. of
1: right What's
0: the opposite of evolution? Devolution. evolution Evolution. evolution I
2: think I put too much coffee in there it's gonna be strong Good. De- devolving de- so, devolving I, I said de evolution like four times nah, de evolution
0: not, no that's not quite right Jeff. no I mean past tense of devolve no, no. what no. is the, the antonym. antonym
2: of evolution okay. I antonym I of evolution. Past tense.
0: Eh. Anyway, this is on the yeah, podcast, yeah. so let's jump right into it. That didn't work. A relapse? <laughs> A downgrade? <laughs> Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 244. And it's Tuesday, July 31st, 2018. The topic, the topic for today is what we learned this year, <coughs> and each of us, Jeff yeah. as well, by the way, each of us have a few things that we're going to share, and we do have one piece of feedback as well from a listener, something that he learned as well. We've got a story for you, an updated mouse story, one that you, I promise, you will not be expecting to hear. And he promises. Of course, we've got coffee to drink. Jeff brought us some other drinks, some soda. And that'll pretty much wrap it up. We might have a few more things here and there, a little hidden so, surprise, the
1: little little nuggets that we'll stumble upon along the way. Stumble
0: yes. upon. So Stumbling upon let's nuggets. let's start with our with our topics, and we each have a few topics. We have a more a serious one, and then a, more of a a joking one. Or I wouldn't call them topics. Or, did I say topics? Yeah, I meant life lessons. Gotcha. Mm. Thing, yep. Things I learned. Things I learned this year. So maybe the biggest thing that i learned this year. Oh boy. Going straight into it. I'm going str- Cutting yeah, I'm, straight I'm, to I'm the diving chain. He's diving in. Wow. He's going deep. I learned that <laughs> gelato is not sherbet and it is my favorite form of frozen dessert. Huh. It's way better than ice cream. Yep. I never knew it. Every time i heard gelato, i thought it was more of a sherbet uh, quality of a food. And it's not. It's nope. the furthest thing from sherbet, which is why why it's so much better than ice cream even. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's like on the other side
2: of the scale. Yeah. Like, like there's gelato, and then there's ice cream, then there's sherbet. Like sherbet yeah. is – or, yeah, gelato and sherbet are on opposite sides of ice cream from each other. It, yes. th-
0: this was I'm – not, I'm not joking or exaggerating. This was eye-opening and almost life-changing. And we didn't even get the best kind.
1: No, yeah, we got –
2: we got the cheap kind.
1: I don't know. I don't know what brand it was.
2: I think it was Breyers, which is really good. But there's other kinds that are better. You're probably wow. right. I'm still learning so much, Jeff. But it
1: is significantly more expensive oh, than, yeah. than yeah. regular ice cream. ice cream, and it's annoying because it is better. Y- y-
2: you know what, though? Like good ice cream is expensive too, and it's still good.
1: Jeff, you gave me a an ice cream maker mm-hmm. for my wedding. Mm-hmm. I have yet to use it. Mm. Um, but my question is, is it possible for me to make gelato in that?
2: I don't know. <gasps> Coffee timer. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, <clears throat> I almost think that you can't. Is there like a special process? Because there's a special process, but you
0: could definitely try. It's very slow churn. Is what it's made yeah. without cream. It's or made with, without cream. With very little cream or at least. Less cream than ice cream. Ironically enough, although ice cream does have cream in the name, so you'd expect maybe it to have more cream. but, but no gelato.: There or is milk. no
1: cream in the name of gelato. No. So it's not, that would make sense. It
0: would It would. Um, but there's also not milk in the name, and there is more milk in it than cream. but I feel like we're getting off off topic. Yeah, I think you could at least try it. Maybe if you Columbus took a risk. I think what you need. <laughs> Layton, you need to slow down the churning.: Gotcha. And I can sell you a device that will control frequency of electricity, mm. and it will slow down your engine, your motor. That actually might work. And then you can uh, you can run it at a slower rate. You, you my, my electric motor. Yeah.
1: The thing that's turning
0: the- Your your ice cream- My auger. Maker, yeah. Yeah. It's called a VFD. A VFD? A va- variable frequency drive. And I've got a website where you can buy it from. Uh, it's called hoistzone.com, and you can search for variable frequency drive on there, and you- th- I promise this would work. It's not intended for- yeah, R- for, for does tweaking. it plug Rubin, into an outlet? Rubin, or do you have to wire it in? You'd have to wire it in. <laughs> but it would work. It's not intended for ice cream like,
2: machines. I feel like this is more of a sales pitch than an actual piece of advice. But I feel on. like rather it's than both.
1: what you should be doing is saying that they can buy VFDs on Amazon and they can smash the Amazon link yeah, and actually make it. Yeah, for
0: sure you
2: could get them on Amazon.
1: And you could actually probably get one that you wouldn't even have to hardwire.
0: Yeah, but those are not as good quality. The, the ones that I sell are, yeah, are Danfoss drives, is, is and they're Hoist, the best.
2: Is sponsoring us? They will be soon enough. Well, then Amazon, is the, <laughs> Amazon <laughs> right. is the place to go. Amazon is the place to go.
0: Let's move on, then. That's only the first thing that we learned. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeff, it, do you have something that you, um, that you learned? Oh, you're never mind. You're, you're busy No, no something that I noises. learned today,
2: or something that I learned this year. There was something on the tip of my tongue. Oh, um, was
0: it? Probably something about pouring coffee in our cups. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, something jovial that I learned. Uh, you can actually use regular grind coffee in a French press. They lie that you have to use coarse grind because I just used it in here and it works great. So wow. you learned a life
1: lesson just now.
2: Well, I did earlier this year when I oh. used it in this French press, but yeah. Gotcha. All right. At In this podcast, I learned a life lesson. Wow. I are we
1: still going with the serious ones or are we, gonna go, or like, are why we don't going to go are we going with serious up. ones
0: go with the serious one I'll
1: go with the serious one and, and by serious I mean this is this is pretty serious Um, I learned see well, I'm going to start out this point with how I learned it was that um, a couple months ago we had a young A young guy, and by young, I mean early 20s, uh, 21, 22, I think 22. Um, A young guy working at the shop. He was a young kid. He worked hard. Um, He's, yeah, he he worked real hard, and he was was a great guy. He was fun to be around. And then he quit uh, on good terms. And then about... About a week and a half ago, not this Sunday, but the Sunday before, he was in a bad motorcycle accident and and died. Um, but all that to say, I am glad. I, I remember the, the, the day that he, his last day mm-hmm. working at the shop, and I remember what I said to him. I won't go into that, but I remember what I said to him, and I was glad that I said it. Mm-hmm. And, and so I learned, that that told me this year, I learned that it is important to tell people the things that you really want them to hear. And, like, don't wait around. If someone's yeah. saying goodbye, honestly act like it is the last time that you're going to see them.
0: And you're saying even if it might be a hard thing to say.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I, I, I learned that uh this year
0: all right i've got i've got one more thing that i learned but i'm going to save it for the last one um jeff what's your other thing um this is something
2: that i learned but also am continuing to learn is how to not be so nice and actually, say no. to You stuff. need to
0: spend more time with me, Jeff. Come <laughs> over here. Scoot closer. No, but like, I'll like take you under my, my wing. My natural
2: tendency is to uh, is to be super nice to people, which I love doing. That and that's that's who I am. I love being nice to people. Um, but yeah, if you're you're good at being nice to people, yeah. There, but there's a balance between that and being too nice and just saying yes to everything. And I, I feel like yeah.
1: you're you're trying to make the distinction of there's a difference between being nice. And letting people just take advantage
2: of you. Yes, yes. And I'm learning. And I'm learning, and I'm of learning the to identify when people are trying to take advantage of you, even if they're not like necessarily even intentionally doing it, but they're still like using me to their advantage. Subconsciously, with, they're thinking with, uh,
0: Jeff will just do this. Yeah, with unequal benefits. And could I throw this in too? Even though you say uh, you're try- saying yes is being nice, I would argue when you say yes to everything. And when you spread yourself so thin that you can't do a really good job at all those different things, then you're not being nice to them. Because if you say yes and you are only able to halfway do whatever you're asked to do, that's not being nice. That's doing half a job. Right. Right. It's true. Yeah. It's all true.
2: there's, there's There's a thing of being nice and then there's a thing of being too nice.
0: But carry on. Or oh, did you want to that, go into was, detail? No, that was my thing. Okay. Yeah. Was there anything you regret about this year that you um, you
1: regret saying yes to too many things.
0: There there's some
2: things that that uh if I did this year over again, then I would probably say no to. Um but I'm not going to mention them on the podcast cuz I'll probably offend some people.
1: I feel like we should have a or at least you personally should have a yes tally and a no tally going on like in your diary or something. Mm. Or at the very least mention well, in your diary, for when your future kids—if God would bless you with kids—you could. They could read in your diary, like, "Dear diary, today I said no to someone. They wanted to borrow a hundred dollars from me, and I said no."
2: Well, it's, it's a start. The, the, mm-hmm. the dumb no. thing is the things, steps. the things that I usually say yes to are things that I actually want to do. Like, if I actually don't want to do it. I will say no. But but like there's but the problem is there's so many different things that I want to do and I have to just pick the ones that I want to do the most. Yes. And only do those. There's there's this You have uh, too many
1: interests. Yeah, Jeff.
2: You need to narrow your field. You need to
1: instead of broaden your horizons, you need to narrow your
0: horizons. <laughs> there there's this uh I don't know if philosophy is the right word, but there's this thought that there's four areas of life. There's your Um, family part of life there's your work there's your friends and then there's your hobbies or fun and and from you can only do three of those things reasonably adequate at any given time if you push more at work you're going to be giving up something else than the other two and if you try to do all four you're not going to get out of any of them what you want right right and that it is tough to do it is definitely a struggle to be able to to balance those things. It's not just uh yeah, all right man, this is a good well
1: coffee. okay
2: and and, and segueing into that, this is the other thing that I learned this year and this is more like this is something I learned about is personalities and I really started getting into personality types and like what all that entails and I'm like, now I'm kind of neck deep. In studies of personality types, and they're actually super interesting.
0: I, I and agree.
2: I've been able to identify a lot of things in myself which explains why I say yes to everything and why I do all that. Like, it's just really interesting. <clears throat> mm.
1: Some of the greatest keys to life are simply figuring out patterns and then figuring out how to break them.
0: Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Layton. More or less. <laughs> do you have another? I, I do. I have another one,
1: and this is <laughs> this is almost in direct contrast <laughs> to what Jeff just said. But it is but the lesson that I learned this year was let people push you into trying new things.
2: <laughs> Layton, you and I need to hang out. <laughs> we we would kind of balance each other out. We I would. Think. And of course there is a time to do that too. Right. I'm saying trying new things as it like like f- I guess okay like entertainment type of things or like sushi.
1: Yeah, su- exactly, exactly. Like when when someone Pig says brain. hey you should try you should try some sushi, it's not coming with a big commitment. Like yeah, yeah. okay, I'll try sushi once.
2: Stuff that you're saying trying things that don't involve a lot of work and or effort or commitment well
1: sometimes they do though like i am also thinking of the time that my wife she she decided that she wanted to have a garden and so i had to till for the first time
2: yeah that makes sense
1: i'm glad i did that now going into it or when she said like oh i'd love to have a garden i was like in my mind i was thinking boy that sounds like a lot of work and like is this worth it and, you know, it's probably not even going to grow. It's going to be festering. And I don't have a tiller, so I had to borrow one and all this stuff. But through it, we've gotten a lot of good memories out of that garden mm. and also some good vegetables. Some good food.
0: <clears throat> That's good. And I've seen your vegetables and they are good. My
1: vegetables hey, are so good. And you, those squirrels sweet corn, are right?
0: eating my sweet corn. Oh, I'll You need to get, sh- to get a pellet gun.
1: I, yeah. I have one. I'm getting one from dad today. Well, it's my oldest childhood one. He never gave it to me.
0: But he intended
1: to. <laughs> no, he gave it to me. You I never, never took gave, it with me. He never I gave it
2: to you as a child, but now he's giving it to you.
1: <laughs> it was underneath the bed.
2: Son, I've had this for
1: 20 years. It had a layer of dust. Oh, that's nice. Great. But I'm going to get
0: it. You got to sight it in.
1: I do. It has a laser sight. Ooh, I need,
0: whoa. But yeah, I you need to sight those in. things off. Okay. Just make sure you don't Pe- stick it out the take window. Some, take some videos. Yeah. Kay. But
2: don't post them online. Yeah, because there's probably a gun ordinance in epony
1: A pellet gun ordinance. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah.
2: It's what about
0: out. It's best not to find out.
1: G- Airsoft guys. It has an
0: orange tip. What? It has a. If it has an orange tip, it's probably. I'll fine. spray paint, just paint, paint Paint Orange on it. Oh, it. Uh, but the... but yeah, what Jeff said. Keep it inside the window. Yeah, and just when you're firing. You've got some good vantage points. So, hey, You've got a second I, story. I have lean. a perfect window. Here's oh, a, here's something to try. I You're like to almost try. jealous. I am jealous. I think I'm going to plant a garden next year just so I can shoot squirrels out of it. So hey You have a good vantage point. Not? Uh, so not, have... not where the garden would be, though.
2: <laughs> all right, go
0: ahead, Jeff. What do you
1: want?
2: <laughs> you guys have sweet corn. Yeah. Have you eaten it all? Not yet. Okay.
1: The squirrels are eating it. If you ever have
2: <laughs> the inclination to have us over uh, and, and, and partake of the sweet corn, I will volunteer to cook it with my sous vide because I found a really good recipe that I want to try. And it's it's um, cooking it in butter. Oh, just, my goodness. Just saturating it in butter and cooking it that way. That it sounds sound really, really good. good. What about mayonnaise? And then you put your mayo on afterwards. Oh, okay. But it's like it's been cooked in the butter, and the butter has time to soak in. That sounds really good. It sounds
1: like the most fattening way mm-hmm. to eat sweet corn, and I am
0: in full support of it. All right, we did have some listener submissions as well. Michael Yoder wrote, "What are, what you are doing doesn't matter as much as who you do it with." Also, something I learned and decided years ago is to separate work from life. The minute I walk, mm. the minute I walk um, out the door at five, I basically forget I have a job. It makes wow. life way easier. I know he's obviously not self-employed <laughs> Poor on salary. I know that won't work for everyone, but it's worth trying. No, that, that's that's some good advice. It's it's
2: really hard to do. Um, yeah. All right. I, oh, I have I've one, got, one more. Okay, okay, okay go, you, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <Who's> <laughs> gonna you you gonna go. have to go because I'm ending with mine. Okay,
1: fine. I learned uh, – so here's a story. Uh, yesterday, Monday, I was running what's called the stamping machine – we basically stamp out little tags, and then I wire the tags to beams that I cut out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's nice. Anyways, so this little I was using this little stamper, and it has a, a handle that I kind of swivel around. It's it's imagine that
2: uh, um, all of the text are. Well, okay, there's a machine that probably a third of our listeners have seen that does this, and I forget what it's called. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like they used to use it to um, make the mailbox labels at your church. I'm sure they used one back in the day, and it made like these stickers with bumped letters, oh, bumpy wow. letters. Like, like It's not it ringing a t- bell. It's, just like to- it's totally a name. They used it in the credits for the Lego movie.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Continue. I'll see if I, I can know. find it. Anyway, so imagine if you had uh, the numbers 1 to 9, and then the, the entire alphabet – kind of on, on a circle. Mhm. All right? On the outside edge of a circle. And then it has a little th- this machine, it has a little pointer that sticks out and like whatever you have, whatever letter or number you have underneath that pointer that's that's at the bottom of that circle. When you st- it has a lever, and when you pull down on it, it'll stamp that letter or number. Okay? Mhm. Anyways, so there's also a handle on the circle that you use to swivel around, that you use to, to spin the circle around to get to what letter or number that you're trying to get to. And the clearance between the handle and the little pointer at the bottom that that uh, crushes the number, that indents it into your tag, is so little clearance that it's just enough to maybe get like half of the width of a finger through. Okay. Okay. I've injured my finger once on it, but then on Monday, and there I kind of grazed it a little bit the first time ever using it. But this past Monday, I like absolutely creamed my ring finger on it i was like going to town i was flunk 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 i was rotating the circle around and i was stamping away and like i whip it around and i absolutely cream my ring finger now
0: you cream it uh, as a shiner when you're stamping (laughs) it down or as you're spinning it around as i'm
1: spinning it
0: it just it fits in there and kind of and then it and then
1: it just manages to squeeze through still though. And then, so your your finger goes, bing, like <laughs> it like springs out and it somehow makes it hurt even worse uh, than if it yeah. wasn't just crushed. Anyways, so I had a pretty serious finger injury mm-hmm. on Monday. And then today I'm lifting, I have a little pile of beams. And by little, I mean, there were about six beams and they were about, Two foot long, all right? So they weren't very long and they were pretty light. But because there was a lot of them, there's a good amount of weight. Anyways, I was ch- trying to check the label of the bottom beam to see which one I had cut out because I have, I have it scribed. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was checking the bottom beam and I see it. I see what, what label it is. And so then I'm trying, t- I, I have them all lifted except for the bottom one. And I'm using both my left and right hand to lift it up and then when i finally see the label and i and i read it i know what i need to know and then i'm letting the pile back down and i moved my right hand and like let it drop but i forgot to move my left hand and so i crushed my index finger like really badly it's still throbbing it's like tight and swollen Mm -hmm. you want to feel that ruben
0: yeah oh yeah
1: no no, Literally. feel feel another one. Oh
0: my it's, it's totally different.
1: It's totally different. If you
0: oh <laughs> don't <laughs> squeeze
1: it that hard. Anyways, all that to say, I don't normally it's rare for me to smash a finger, but in this one week I smashed it like twice twi- in twi- two days. Twice twice in two days. And that just goes to show that I have learned this year. Things really do happen in pairs.
2: <laughs> uh. so,
0: okay, the last thing that, that well, I learned. This
2: machine. Oh, yeah. Before I, forget, now that I spent all the time <laughs> looking it up. Hey, Jeff The label back. maker uh, is a Dymo embossing labeler. Dymo? And it's like, this is before our time kind of thing. But literally, I remember playing with one of these at church back when they used them to make the mailbox labels.
0: Okay. I it's don't this I don't, you, I don't It's remember like a miniature version
2: and basically has a little wheel with yeah, all the letters on it. You just turn it to the one you want and then squeeze the trigger. And it does the same thing as this one does in metal, but it did it in plastic. Anyways.
0: Um, Carmen and I are uh, – we had started this before, but we finally have completed the process of getting our budget in order. Mm. And so my piece of advice or thing I learned is that before you get married.
1: Talk about get, stuff.
0: Well, talk about – no, but I, that's not what I was going to say. Yeah, talk about stuff for sure. But no, get uh, have a budget in place for you personally because it will be a lot easier to then alter that budget uh, for the two of you. Gotcha. If, if you really have it in place and are used to it and are disciplined enough to live by it. So that's uh, – I I wish that something that that I would have done. Leighton,
2: is this something you did? Are you kidding? (laughs) No. No.
0: And I do have to give a plug. You can use whatever you want, just budget. But I would give a plug for the YNAB app. The YNAB Uh, app. YNAB. It stands for You Need a Budget. Oh. And it's a handy app. There's a handy – yeah, it's an app, but it's also – their web interface is great. It will import all your – have you Transactions ever used, from your bank. Have you ever used Mint?
2: I have. I tried. How Mint. does it compare to Mint?
0: I like it better than Mint. Mint is annoying. Because of how it handles uh, credit cards. Ah. And I'll just... It's kind of complex to talk about it. It's much easier if you see it. But it handles credit cards very, very nicely.
1: Mm. Cool. But if you go and by over... the Dave Ramsey
0: school of thought, you
1: shouldn't... Use a credit card.
0: They have a special plugin from Dave Ramsey that oh. will actually, like you click on it and a little shredder will appear. Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was
2: like, wow. He shreds oh. your
0: credit card. And
1: that, it just deletes those credit card accounts.
0: Well,
2: see, this is weird, speaking of credit card advice, because I was just reading an article by someone. I'm not knocking Dave Ramsey at all. His, his philosophies are great, they're incredible. But um, somebody who has like a, a lot of money. Um, and has made a lot of money over his life, um, said, use credit cards with rewards and always just pay off your balance. Make sure you pay off your balance. Well, that's make the key, sure you isn't don't... It? <laughs> Yeah, basically. But he's saying make sure you don't overspend, but do get credit cards simply because of the rewards.
0: And this is something where YNAB will help you because as you, if you stay on top of it throughout the month, let's say you budget $100 for clothes and $100 for groceries, Mm-hmm. And then it has um, your credit card budget is $0. Mm-hmm. But as you go throughout the month and you spend $10 on groceries, it'll remove it. With the credit card. With the saying? credit card. Yep. It'll remove it from, your, from, the from your grocery budget and add it to your credit card budget.
2: Oh, that's nice. And so oh, you that's always smart.
0: you always know how much you have to pay, but it also doesn't, yeah, you're not surprised at the end of the month. Does it have that's the true? option, Me, me
2: being a like if I would use something like this, I wouldn't check on it near often enough. And so does it give the option of notifying you how much is left in your account each time? In your uh, budget, you mean? Yeah, it, per budget. Does it notify you how much is left in that budget whenever a transaction is posted to it?
0: Um, That, I don't know. That, I'm not sure. My, I don't think it does within the app, but maybe okay. you could set something up with Zap. I think that would be kind of cool,
2: like... So so I spent 10 bucks at this restaurant and then I would get a notification, hey, you spent 10 bucks at a restaurant. Now you have $25 left in your budget or whatever it is for this week or whatever it is. Actually, it yeah, sounds right.
0: like maybe it does do that, Jeff.
2: That's, that's that's pretty cool. See, that was my big thing with Mint is that I just never looked at it and so like it didn't really work for me.
0: Yeah, Yeah. It, it does tell you if you're, yeah, it, there is some, mm-hmm. I don't know how if you can set it for when I have $10 left or when I have $200 left in that, uh, mm. that budget. I'm account. guessing
1: that it, it mostly uses like a monthly budget.
0: It is. It's based off the, yeah, it's a monthly, okay, it's monthly.
1: Monthly budget. So question, it keeps track of all the different monies that you have in all the accounts mm-hmm. or categories yeah. that you've budgeted for. At the end of the month, does it reset or do the balances roll over?
0: The balances roll over. Okay. okay, and then one thing that I don't like is that you do need to then go and manually every month say, hey, this is how much we're out of the paycheck. This is how much goes into groceries, or this is how much goes into. You have to do that each month. You you do, but it's kind of because sometimes your income fluctuates a little bit, so your budget has to fluctuate a little bit too. And you can set up uh, a goal, so you can say, hey, every month I want to budget two hundred dollars. For groceries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can also do you can do a couple different types of goals. So you can say I want to do two hundred dollars every month, or your goal can be I want to get this budgeting folder or account up to a thousand dollars, and then you can just see oh, and maybe you're like the, by by September. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of see, and it'll, 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 re, it'll show you how much you should do every week or every month to to, ma- to meet that goal. So mm-hmm. if we want to go on a trip in March, yeah. you know, we have a budget amount it's set. Totally smart. But yeah, you do, need to, you do need to work at it. It doesn't just happen automatically. Ugh. But the reason it, kind of, it doesn't is because there's not the same amount of weeks in every month. Right. And so it'd be a little tough for it to know mm-hmm. how you want to handle the months that have an extra week in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't, it, it is, uh, you do have to pay for it if you want to use it, um, at least on the app or on the computer, one or the other. But you can definitely try it out for at least 30 days. So uh-huh. it's Y N A B if you're looking for it. All right. You need a budget. <sighs> Are we <sighs> done talking about finances? Nope. What? <laughs> Ugh, what a surprise! Leighton?
1: So I made my this semi-annual trip <laughs> to my bank today. Um, normally, I do all my banking online. It's easy. It is easy. And Inter's app is, is uh, I'd say, pretty good. Yeah, it's it a lot did. better than it used to be. Yeah. You mean like the days when they didn't have an app? No. <laughs> for like a long time? No,
2: the days before they redid the website, and then they had an app, but it was terrible.
1: mm yeah, it's getting they are they are improving by leaps and bounds.
2: Yes. Uh as far as they're speaking accurate. of which they also added support for Android Pay finally. Oh, Google Pay.
1: Good. Anyway, so I was I was in there today and and I had gotten like a uh Je- Jeff you, you bang with terror, right? Mhm. I got an email from them I think last mm-hmm. month saying or maybe 2 months ago, I don't know, but I remember them s- Showing me, like, hey, there's, like, a new rewards program Mm -hmm. through the checking. Mm -hmm. uh, And you can get 5% APY.
2: It's really good. Wow. 5% interest on your checking.
1: Yeah, it's really good. And I was like, oh, great. Uh, Now I just need to do what I keep on doing, and I'll qualify.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And they kind of imply that.
2: Uh, Well, it's called... They call it flex checking. Yeah, flex checking because it because it varies based on how many debit card transactions, how many debit card transactions you have,
1: and also if you have met all the other yeah. qualifiers. So is so it, there's
0: two there's two interest rates? Is it an impossible way oh, to there, get? There's in? four. There's four. I
2: think oh, I, I could that. be wrong. I I knew I know there was the old the old one was two percent, and then the the new one was five. Yeah, but you're saying is it really tough to to meet the
0: requirements?
1: Uh no, no. No, the requirements are the same as the, as the old one just to qualify for the 2%.
0: But I mean for yes. the 5%.
1: For the 5%, you need to have 50 plus transactions.
2: Yeah. With your debit card.
1: With your debit card. And it ha- because we have multiple with with our budget, yeah. we decided to make sub checking accounts. Those, like an
2: envelope system kind of thing. Exactly.
1: The, um so how we're, if if you think of each checking account as an envelope you can pretty much only have per member, per member, each member can have an actual flex checking account. The You checking have counts,
2: one flex checking per member.
1: I think it's two okay. flex checking per member. Mm. I think.
2: I didn't know you could do that.
1: But cool. it's not really, you yeah. might as well have them in one. I don't know. Yeah. Unless you're doing what we're doing and that is having a checking account mm-hmm. for each category, for mm-hmm. each envelope.
2: Which I would say you guys' system is great, but you're the odd ones out.
1: We are and we're dumb. But no, we're not dumb. But the thing is now, since all of our money is spread out amongst these different checking accounts, we can't get as much interest <laughs> from the main flex checking account. It's kind of annoying. And so I was like, Yeah. I was like, Oh, it would be nice to like just pile all our money in there, but then it makes our budget null. Like it makes all of our work go to waste.
0: You know what you could do? You could give YNAB a try for six months and you can keep your debit cards and the separate checking accounts the way they are because you can easily have multiple checking accounts in your YNAB account. Yeah. And you could see how it goes.
1: You're right. But here's the thing. Just to see if you like it. I looked into it. I looked into it to see like, is there any like limit to this thing? Is it truly, I put all my money into the flex account and I get five percent every month. No. No you don't. There is a limit. You can only get up to five percent um for ten thousand dollars. For the first ten thousand, yeah. For the first ten thousand. After that, <clears throat> it goes down to point three percent. And so it's like okay it would be good to keep ten thousand in there. But other than that it's pointless, yeah, so that was kind of a damper on things,
2: but I'm if just you're trying gonna, to raise
1: awareness to everyone
2: <clears throat> if you're gonna keep ten thousand sitting around, you might as well invest it in in something like Edward Jones, where you can get eight percent
1: they guarantee eight
2: percent no, no, but you <laughs> but you couldn't get eight percent oh okay. <clears throat> my i r a made i think fourteen percent last year, and then only two percent this year, but still kind of also. Yeah, this is this is so far it's been
0: kind of a bad year. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, right. well let's move on then. We've got other topics to get to. We've got a story to get to. I'm we pro- have we have coffee to review and a drink yeah. that I'm almost done drinking. Uh okay, let's do one of those and then we'll get to our our mouse story. Jeff, Well, let's do the coffee while it's hot. Okay. It's so hot. what do you guys think of this coffee? I thought it was okay. Again, it tastes a little muddy. Yeah, a little. Muddied. It's a little
2: strong. I put too much coffee in there. But the flavor, I-, I took a the drink of the good. wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's muddy because of this is the um, finer grind, but this is McCafe McCafe Colombian coffee. I, I I think we might have done it before on this podcast, but I'm not sure. But anyways, I, I'm pretty impressed for McDonald's. You know, usually being considered lower quality food, this is pretty decent coffee.
0: I thought, yeah, it tastes good. Any other thoughts?
2: Oh, and is Rainforest Alliance certified. I'm just seeing that now.
0: Oh, good. In I'm
1: sensing that both, both drinks that Jeff has provided for us here, um, both the coffee and the other. Have you said what the other drink is yet? Have we talked no.
2: about it? Do you want to just jump into that too? Let's jump into sure, that. But sure. both of them are very strong and I don't like either of them. They don't <laughs> combine well, that's for sure. Ugh. Um so the other drink I found is um Costen Press Elderflower Lemonade. Uh, and it is a soda. Yeah, it's it's carbonated it's drink. Carbonated. Um it's really good actually. It's not it's not like Oh my word, I would totally buy this and drink this all of the time, but it's pretty decent for what it is. It's a um not for, not from concentrate, no artificial sweeteners, no colorings, all that kind of stuff.
0: No GMOs. No
2: GMOs.
0: No Moes.
2: Um but yeah, it's pretty good. I've had some of their other stuff as well. Um they have this rhubarb soda that's really it's good. It's
1: strong mm, the rhubarb lemon flavor. Mm-hmm. It is like
2: a really intense lemon. I think oh. it's good though. It's 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 too strong for it's me. It's more refreshing than pop is, that's for sure. Yeah, I would I would maybe maybe this is like the um not quite as sweet, um more refreshing version of Mountain Dew. It's probably no, it,
0: this is way better than Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is just is just Sugar. candy. It's liquid candy. It's is what Mountain Dew is. But wouldn't you
2: agree that the closest pop to this is Mountain Dew? No, I would say it's more like Sprite. I would okay,
1: say sprite. it's like a Sierra Mist mm. that is unsweetened and
0: uncarbonated. Well, no, no, this, this is, is carbon. sweet. It's carbonated. This, this is sweet. Oh, is... uh, you don't think it's
1: sweet? It's only got 24 grams of sugar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough about. <laughs> how, Anyways, how many so grams no. of sugar does does
2: uh, Sierra Mist have? I don't know, but Mountain Dew, I think, has 60 something. Oh wow. <laughs>
1: Right. No, no, it's probably more than that. I think it's like 127 grams.
0: What? Okay, just wind that up, we're going to go ahead and get started with our, our mouse story. Oh! As listeners, you all know, Leighton has told us many a story about mouse hunting and mouse visiting, including a mouse that interrupted some gaming. However, this mouse story is different.
1: It's cooler.
0: Two weeks ago, uh, I was going to share my own mouse story with you, but we... Oh, it's ran, only, ran it's only uh, 46 grams of sugar in Mountain Dew. It's still more lot. than double. <laughs> it's still a lot. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do that. But one thing that I've been doing since we have adopted Leroy, our dog, is he needs to go to the bathroom he does. at night because he can't hold it all night yet because uh-huh. he's, he's too young. Uh huh. So I've been getting up with Carmen at one thirty in the morning, Taking him to the bathroom and mm-hmm. then taking him back up. Two weeks ago. Two weeks. After I'd taken Leroy to the bathroom, I went upstairs into the bedroom and then I decided I was going to go to the bathroom as well. As I walked into the bathroom, which is Are a separate- you Wait, wait, wait.
1: Are you potty synced <laughs> with your dog? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I really start to wonder who is training who.
0: That is the question. Anyways, keep going. Uh, as I, I I turned on the light and stepped in. And you know how early in the morning, the, when you first wake up, everything is kind of blurry mm-hmm. and fuzzy? Mm, and that's, fuzzy beers. That's how it was. However, through my fuzzy vision, I saw this large mouse scurry t- towards me at the open doorway, but under a cabinet. It did frighten me. But I, I stepped on in. And uh, and stood there a little bit, and then I watched him like go out the doorway and around the corner, and we into like the attic area. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying. There's something so terrifying about having an unwanted guest, being or guest in your house, scurrying towards you, no less. And <laughs> I almost feel like it's more uh, unnerving than a robber because a robber is coming to take and steal something from you, which is, which is wrong and terrible. However, a mouse, they're in it for the long haul. They want, they want to cohabitate. They know and I am no not, bounds. And I am not in the mood to cohabitate with a mouse. So anyway, it was very unnerving. It was hard to fall asleep again. I mean, although I was really tired, so it didn't, didn't take that long. But for a few minutes, I was awake.
2: Mice in beds. I once, when our house was infested with mice, it wasn't that bad. But I, I was on my bed one evening, just like, I forget what I was doing, reading or something, and I, like, placed my hand on the pillow next to me, and it moved. Oh. There was a mouse in the pillowcase. Oh, oh. And so I managed to slip the pillow out and kill the mouse in the pillowcase because I didn't want to deal with it otherwise.
0: No, that that was at least that was satisfying. I'm sure. Yeah, it was dead. Well, this mouse was not dead, but my pillowcase was defiled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I I did set a mouse trap upstairs and uh, used some cheese. Had some cheese on there, and didn't have anything happen for a couple of days. And then another time, another time, taking an out, taking Leroy to the bathroom. Uh, this time it was downstairs in our kitchen. I saw the mouse. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was that, Landon? I don't know. <laughs> and uh, they're they're just so they're they're terrifying creatures because they can get underneath anywhere. Oh, they could mm-hmm. crawl up your pant leg. Oh, is that like your worst fear? Yeah, the mouse is scurrying towards yes. you. Yes, You go straight for the pant leg. <laughs> 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 A- anyway, uh left the cheese up on the mouse trap and nothing happened nothing but after a few days all of a sudden the cheese was gone mm. but the mouse trap was not sprung <gasps> did so it make th- him cheap now well and this is a proven mouse trap i have killed another mouse with this okay. trap so before it's, so it's it's done it's duty. so i thought well maybe i need instead of cheese because the cheese doesn't really stick to the lever that you know triggers the trap i f- i decided i'm gonna use peanut butter instead and peanut butter is so sticky. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, th- this is the way to go. So I put peanut butter on it. And again, the same thing happened. The mouse really? ate the peanut butter. Ate it ate it very, very clean without setting off my trap. Huh. <sighs> I was furious. I decided to try it one more time. So this time, um, the way the the trigger part kind of is, it kind of has uh, I I don't know how to say it, but it's kind of like a... A, a hook at the one end or there's a thicker. Mm. So I, I, I well, yeah, that's not the best way, best way to put it. I tried to put it underneath the the thing that would, the lever that would trigger it. Mm-hmm. So I put it underneath there. And I thought this is, if he's going to even try to get peanut butter out of this, it's not going to work because it's just going to be impossible. However, it happened again. Somehow it wasn't quite as clean, but he still was managed to get most of the peanut butter without triggering it. We came home from being uh, at our um brother-in-law's house Russ uh, Russ's house and we came home and that's when I discovered the second time the peanut butter had been eaten but no mouse. Oh my. I was disappointed. <sighs> I had some gum in my mouth and I thought I'm just going to try to put some gum. It was the only thing I had in my hand. It was But it was in your mouth. What well, was in my <laughs> yes thank you Jeff so I, I put I said, you know this is sticky I'll put this on the mousetrap not really expecting it to do a whole lot mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I I put it on the mouse trap, and again I tried to kind of squeeze it around the trigger part so it wouldn't come off easily yep. and so if the mouse would have an inkling for some some spearmint you know he would have to tug at it uh, went to bed that night woke up the next morning nothing went to church came back and lo and behold what do you think we saw
1: leroy ate the
0: gum and had a
1: trap around his tongue
0: no the mouse the mouse the mouse mouse was dead it was trapped and it looked like it was painful which i'm which i'm glad for (laughs) because that mouse caused me um pain as well psychological pain it didn't The other time I caught a mouse, it actually caught it right behind its head. Oh, and just, like, snapped the neck. It probably died instantly. This time, however, it kind of, I think, squeezed it to death around its stomach. Mm. Um, I don't know how long it suffered. So it was really in there. But it was really in there, and now I've killed a mouse, and as far as I know... As far as I know, there's no other mouse. However, we did set the trap again with the same piece of gum, and maybe we'll have to try some some butter or some peanut butter or some cheese again as well to to lure it in to make it a little more careless. But there is the mouse hunt story, and so far it's a success because I don't I don't think there's another mouse in the house. I wish. Although that. I have heard where there's one, there's a ton.
1: No, I or, I saw the, at least I saw more than one. Was. Well,
0: I might have a brief, or I might have changed it a little bit. How have you heard it, Jeff? No, I just uh, I like the way you said it because it actually rhymes.
1: Where there's one, there's a ton.
0: Yeah, Uh, at least more than one. Where there's two, there's only a few. (laughs) 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 All right, so that's it for the mouse story. Do you have an update for us? I guess do you have an update on my mouse? Yeah,
1: mine is it's a mystery that has that is yet to be solved. Are you still do you still have traps out? Yeah, we got a couple
2: poison traps.
1: Okay. Uh, that we'll have to get rid of when we bring our puppy home.
2: Mm, okay, puppy. yeah. Here's here's something with poison. Ta-da! Uh, with poison and mice, <laughs> we'll get to that. Poison and dogs. Uh, one of my good friends' dog just got poisoned over the weekend by eating rat poison, and like the dog died
0: instantly. The next no, day, no, it
2: was pretty. It was pretty laborious. Like it took about two hours to die. It was actually pretty uh,
0: bad. If Leroy dies. And I'm not saying I hope he does, but if he does, I hope it's quick. Like, less than two hours? Yeah. Like, getting... Like you want it, like, the mouse. i I'm fine with the mouse suffering, but I don't want Leroy to suffer. So you
2: need to train him to run full tilt out onto the road instead of just, like, kind of...
0: That's what I've been doing, but, but he always stops there. around the edge. Oh. <laughs> come, Leroy, come. Stupid. He just stops. Uh, I, Ruben, I guess I'm not a good dog trainer. I'm
1: joining you in the dog boat. I'm not fully... In yet, I have one foot in yeah. pretty much, but I, I have yet to like really shift my weight
0: into I, the I boat. Think, I think <laughs> trust now me, that when um, you hold on, Jeff, hold yeah, that thought. Ho- ho- it's, it's, hold a good, on, it's a good, it's a good thought. But this is a good analogy. This is a better one. When you when <laughs> you <laughs> put all your weight onto the boat yep. as you're stepping in, you're gonna realize it's not a boat, it's a stand up paddle board, and it's tricky to navigate a stand up paddle board when you're stepping onto it from a pier. Especially if there's another person on the paddleboard as well. It's tricky. (laughs) I guarantee you, you might get close to falling in and you might even fall in.
1: What does falling in be like? Killing the (laughs) dog? Like, we're just done. We've gotten out (laughs) of the boat. Like, we're just putting Uh. it down. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah, i just try to figure out (laughs) what falling out of the boat means (laughs) in this analogy.
2: Sorry, Jeff. All right, Jeff, oh, no, I I, th- I think once you guys are established um, with your pets, with your house pets, um, we should have Kyle and Amanda on to return the favor of making fun of them.
0: No, no, that that can't happen.
2: <laughs> I actually think that would be kind of fun. I think it would be kind of fun. That's not a bad thought, Jeff. See how well they can they can roast us.
1: Still not quite as good as like Ruben's thought and analogy, but it's comparable. Yeah, it's it's mediocre. Yeah, at best. I'll see if I can give Kyle a ring. He never answers his phone right now.
0: It's so annoying. He uh, answered my text message. He did? Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Wow. I actually, I haven't texted him or <laughs> called him at all. I just asked him, when is he coming back? Because it seems like it's been two or three weeks, but... It's only been a week I and I think and it's a half. only been about a week and a half. Anyway, do we have anything more to discuss? Mm. Awkward silence. Oh, yeah. We have a, we had a poll question. Yeah, we, we had did. a poll question La- last week? Last week we... What? We, last week we asked what our listener's ideal podcast mm. length yes, is. Yes, yes. And I'm happy to announce... Now, this is podcast in general, but I think we can safely assume they're talking about the French press podcast. There was the option for over 60 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, or un, or, or 15 to 30 minutes. So 15 to 30, 30 to 45 or over 60. Uh-huh. <clears throat> <clears throat> what was the verdict? The verdict was 54% voted for over 60. Ooh. So over half the of our audience enjoys long episodes. Mm. And 38% said between 30 and 45 and then 8% between 15 and 30. Wow.
1: So we definitely have we have an audience that's kind of like mice. They're in it for the long haul. They're not just robbers breaking
2: in. They must not have anything else to do.
1: No, the reason that you listen to a long podcast is because you have other things to do (laughs) while you listen to it. Anyway, what is the point? The point is, Ruben, Jeff is learning to say no. Jeff, say no. Uh, (laughs) uh, Point number two Ruben doesn't like to cohabitate with mice And neither do I Point number three Mice can be speared By spearmint gum (laughs) Oh wow Point number four Jeff has really good ideas But usually not as good as (laughs) Ruben Point number five Only Ruben can get a hold of Kyle (laughs) And
0: what is our word of the week?
1: Oh, uh, oh my! I think word of the week is. Uh, oh, I don't even know mice. I guess <laughs> it's so unclimatic. I know. Is it? Is there a better
0: theme? How about or? cohabitate? Yeah, because thought about that, Kyle and Amanda are cohabitating. Yes, you and in your dog. Are going, are going to be cohabitating.
1: <laughs> you and Jeff cohabitate on the French press
0: and your ideas are a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we've got the French fest coming up here oh in a word. few weeks. Yes. Just over a month away. so excited. Well, I mean, a month and still you know, a couple weeks. We still have to uh, determine the venue. We do, and it'll be taken care of. It'll be taken care of. It will.
1: But, but we do have the entertainment lined up. And by entertainment, I'm not just talking about, obviously, the French press show. I'm also talking about a little bit of music. Ooh. Live music. Live That's music. That's all I want to say for now. That's just a little tease.
0: All right, all right. And I think we've got... Did we talk about the sherbet? <laughs> you're speaking in code, Ruben. I don't know what you're saying. Did we tease that already?
1: The sherbet? <laughs> you mean the gelato?
0: The gelato ice cream? Yeah. But well, what All about right. it? I guess we'll do it at that. All right. All right. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week.